Hey, we're so excited to be having a special version of the Ron Johnson Discipleship Podcast. This is Thanksgiving Woo-hoo. special podcast. <laughs> I'm excited to be with you. I'm excited to be with you all the time. <laughs> and we're excited to share with you some of the great testimonies of uh, uh, people from our church, the way God is moving in hearts, and just to share even some of the beginning of our nation where just the proclamations that the leadership of our nation made over our nations to come into agreement with them again, that Lord, this is what we were founded on. This is what we're believing you to bring our nation back to this place because we believe you're a miracle working God. Yeah, so this is like an extra side. You got the turkey, you got mashed potatoes, <laughs> sweet potatoes, dressing. I don't know what you hear, but this is the dessert. This is a special Thanksgiving podcast just for you guys. We hope you'll be encouraged. Hello, and welcome to the Ron Johnson Discipleship Podcast. As you can see, that is my beautiful wife and not Pastor Andrew, (laughs) who is with his wonderful family uh, somewhere in Virginia, I think, celebrating this Thanksgiving. And I told Mary, and I said, I would love for you to join me on the podcast and uh, and just make a special holiday Thanksgiving version. So wherever you are watching this today, we wish you a happy Thanksgiving, and, uh, and we just send our uh, love and affection from our family to your family and pray that you have a, an incredible day of celebration. So, hey, this is fun. We're going to talk about... Yeah. Why Thanksgiving is important, and I think it's fitting, you know, um, on this podcast, as you know, because you do watch the podcast, don't you? Yes, I do, and I enjoy it quite a bit. And Andrew, I don't think you're replaceable, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are easier on the eyes, I will say that. I'm going to have to try to concentrate this morning because you're looking quite lovely. But Not that you aren't, Andrew, but you know what I'm saying in a a different way. But uh, anyway... lovely. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. But um, we always try to highlight uh, the Christian worldview worldview roots, and I think it's good. It seems like every national holiday, uh, of course, holiday means holy day, and holy usually refers to, obviously, uh, uh, the Lord and Christianity, and so the fact that we have holidays in America is a great reminder of our uh, Christian roots, which, as I said, are, are either trying to be chopped out or erased altogether, but you cannot deny, you know, when you think about the word thanksgiving, it suggests that there's somebody that you are thanking. It's a terrible thing to be an atheist on Thanksgiving. You have you got nobody to thank. I mean, you have a holiday that you're like, mm, I don't know. I don't know who I'm supposed to thank or bless. But anyway, um, Thanksgiving presupposes someone with a capital S that you are expressing gratitude for. And when you look back historically at some of our uh, first proclamations, I think you'll find this interesting. I hope our our listeners will find this interesting. This is uh, George Washington's Thanksgiving proclamation all the way back in 1789, and I will not read the whole proclamation, but uh, I, I can't get past the first couple sentences without realizing George Washington is more theologically astute than many of our pastors today, and the language that he uses is language that you simply cannot, it's unavoidably Christian, all right? Here's what he writes, whereas it is the duty, isn't that interesting word, the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey His will, 
to be grateful for his benefits and humbly to implore his protection and favor. So that is the duty of all nations. Wow. And whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by and uh, acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of the Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. I mean, the language he uses is duty to acknowledge the providence of God, all nations, not just America, to obey him, to be grateful to him, to humbly implore his protection. I mean, that's some strong language. It's some strong language, and to say that we're not a Christian nation means you don't know our history. Yeah. Because this, and I I always tell kids, one of the reasons why history class is kind of boring right now is because they took all the exciting God stuff out. Yeah. If we would put stuff back in like this, it would be so thrilling to hear the story yeah, the birth of our nation. Because like you mentioned, the, the, the supernatural aspect, he goes on in the second paragraph here and and just basically says that the nation would not be here if it were not for the amazing uh, protection and the providential hand of God, the supernatural uh, interventions of God mm-hmm. to establish this nation. Uh, so that was that was just expressing, you know, we, we are here by the hand of God, we're here by the supernatural power of God, uh, and we owe God. It's our duty to acknowledge him, you know, for all of his blessing. And it's interesting on all these proclamations, it starts off with that declaration and they end with this, um, that we may unite. So what's the purpose of Thanksgiving? We're going to thank the Lord for all of his blessings, but we're also going to unite in the most humbly, uh, humble way, offering our prayers and supplications to the great Lord and the ruler of nations and beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions. Mm-hmm. And so part of these, these uh, Thanksgiving proclamations were meant to not only thank God for his goodness, but also to pause and say, Lord, where we've missed you, mm-hmm. will you please forgive us? And so what a great thing that I don't know when you're watching this, but uh, when you're pausing for that Thanksgiving meal, as many of us do as believers, uh, to not only pause to give him thanks, but to pause to say, Lord, you know, as a nation, please have mercy on us and forgive us where we've mm-hmm. you know, failed to honor you. One other one that's really great, and then we'll jump into some some great uh, praise reports. This is Abraham Lincoln, and this this uh, proclamation for Thanksgiving came right in the middle of the Civil War. Now you would think, and maybe this is a good place to chat a little bit. Why would you have a Thanksgiving proclamation in the middle of the darkest time in American history when literally brothers are fighting against brothers, and mm-hmm. um, and you know all that all the that was going on. I mean, it was a, it was a dark time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think re- recentering the nation on the truth of God. We need God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for unity, for healing, for and, wisdom, for. And I think there's something yeah, powerful. What a great leader. Get into some testimonies, but there's something powerful when you're. Sometimes we wait for life to be rosy before we give God thanks, but there's something powerful about releasing praise. Mm-hmm. And gratitude, even when things aren't perfect. And, you know, I don't know where, I, I do know this, there's not a, a family in America that's going to gather today on Thanksgiving that doesn't have challenges. Mm-hmm. And um, and there are some that, you know, say, well, you know, as long as there's injustice in the world, we can't really celebrate Thanksgiving. 
Um, no, we should be thanking God in the in spite of the injustices. We thank God in faith that that injustices will be taken care of and and made right. We thank God that whatever current dark days we're in, that the sun still shines above the clouds. Uh, you know, there's something powerful, is there not, about mm-hmm. living with an attitude of gratitude um, in spite again of of what things currently look like. Mm-hmm. And um, realizing God is in control, God sees it. You know, in the when you're saying to go above the clouds, you know, the whole adage that it's always shining. The sun is always shining. The clouds just cover it sometimes, and our circumstances will cover it. But God is still on the throne, and God has an answer. He is the answer. Yeah. And to refocus on that, which brings hope in, in a time, especially in a time where life is crazy, which yeah. kind of is where we are right now. Um so again, contextually, this is pretty amazing. He said, uh, as this year, again, Abraham Lincoln, as the year is drawing towards its close, it has been filled with blessings of fruitful fields and health, healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed, that we are prone to forget uh, the source from which they come. And so, again, he's saying every day there's this beautiful sunshine, uh, there's been food on our tables, um, and sometimes we take it all for granted. And in the midst of a civil war, Abraham Lincoln's saying uh, we can't take it for granted. Um, He said, these are gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, has nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledge, be acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. Uh, so he sets aside uh, this last Thursday of November, I like this, as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And he recommends here with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience, we commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand with a capital H, Almighty Hand, referring to God Almighty, to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as it may be consistent with his divine purposes. Uh, and he goes on and on. Um, so again, in the midst of civil war, of course, addressing the national stain of, of uh, slavery, um, he's saying, you know what, we have much to thank God for and we should be imploring him. Yes. Uh, for his beneficent hand. In other words, even in the midst of our of our fallenness and when we've blown it, God is still good. He's still on his throne and he's still worthy of our praise and thanksgiving. Um, yay, God. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, I I, uh, I like to pause even as a church family uh, and just think about all that God has done in our, our lives this year. And earlier um, this week, I asked for your all's help. Because you know we have a, a wonderful, growing family God has blessed us with, and and we get to see this. You know, we we get to pray with people every week, or involved in in personal ministry time with folks. So we get to hear the incredible things that the Lord is doing. But I ask them to share. You know, take some time. What's been happening in your lives, and share with us. And you know, we had over fifty people that responded, and we're not going to be able to cover them all today. <laughs> yeah. And I won't be reading everybody's full name, um, but uh, let, let's just give the Lord some glory here. In fact, I just want to read from Psalm 107. 
before we start this. Psalm 107, verse 1, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. And the psalmist asked this question, Has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Tell others He has redeemed you from your enemies. And so uh, let's just give a smattering here. We know some of these (laughs) folks. Uh, A dear sister named Molly, who's just become a member of our church family, she said, God led me and my children to your incredible church and brought so many wonderful new friends into my life from Living Stones. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, we just got to meet Molly. Yes, I know. And, what a beautiful uh, mom. Yes, and uh, and uh, part of the gift of the body of Christ is when you get plugged in, you get a, a large family. Yes. We have a large biological family, <laughs> but we have an even larger spiritual family. And I, I just want to encourage people watching today, you know, if you happen to be listening to this and maybe uh, you're feeling a bit lonely, get involved at a great local church and be a part of the body of Christ. That happened to Molly, and and it can happen to you. Um, This is great. Mary was sharing that she and her husband went on a Honduras mission trip this year, Um, and it was incredibly exciting. She said the Lord blessed our family with more work than we can handle. Uh, The closer we grow and walk with God, the more blessings keep flowing. And this is really cool. Their oldest son uh, at our last baptism night was just baptized. He's 11 years old. And uh, just gave, and, and it was his request when he heard that we were baptizing. Mom and dad, I want to be baptized. Uh, so how fun is that? Go on a family mission trip, get rocked, come back home. God's blessed their, uh, their personal family business and blessed their son with uh, an experience of Christ and as a Savior and being water baptized. So yeah, praise Going the to Lord. the nations will change your life. Yes. Amen. <laughs> and that's the whole spirit of giving, you know, and we're going to have opportunities this year to... Uh, to invest your life, there's going to be some family trips available. Encourage you to uh, to give your life away this year in 2024, as the Lord allows. This next one's near and dear to our heart. This is from Brenda, uh, and her husband was in a an accident on the Fourth of July. Fireworks related, uh, could have died, um, could have been disfigured, could have had a lot of things happen. But by the mercy of God, uh, he is his healing. Uh, from some wounds to his hand, but uh, everything else God is restoring. And she's saying here, praise the Lord for for sparing his life. Also, what's interesting, uh, I'll use her language, it's been a hot mess of a year for my family. <laughs> and you know and love Brenda, you, you know that's how uh, how she shares. Some of you can relate to a Raw and real. Yeah, I love her so much. Yeah, maybe it's been a hot mess of a year for your life. But, you but know listen what? what's coming out of the hot mess. Yeah. That's the neat part. Out of the hot mess, uh, her daughter uh, gave her life to the Lord. Her son uh, wants to know Jesus more, he says. Uh, she says, two, two down, two to go. So God's in the process of restoring her family. And she mentions this. I think this is good to remember for Thanksgiving. Um, all, of, all of our problems have just made me so much closer to the Lord, more than I've ever been in my life. So now I'm thankful for the trials too. Big, big heart. Um, isn't that the truth? Yeah. You know, if we handle, all of us get, get dealt the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The choice is, what do you do with it? Yeah. And I have watched Brenda and her wonderful family turn to the Lord through this. Fight and, the good fight. Yeah, and mm-hmm. choose to be grateful. Um, you could focus on the loss or you could focus on what God saved yeah. and what God's going to restore. Yeah. 
and a perspective is really huge. You know, you, you you can either be a pessimist or you can be an optimist. And so, for some people, that's just like a mental health strategy. Mm-hmm. But but we're not talking about that. You know, you you can you can either be negative and and live in unbelief and fear, or you can choose to say, you know what, it it's a hot mess right now. Yeah. But God's but an God. expert at fixing hot messes. So. This morning, just even asking the Lord for little nuggets for me to bring to the table today, he just took me to Romans 8.28. We know that God causes. And I felt like when I was reading it is, do you know? We know. And and if you don't know, ask God. You want to know that he causes everything to work together for good. The worst situations in our life, when we let God come into the situation, he works everything together for good. So, And we know that God causes everything to work together for good. He doesn't cause all the bad stuff, but he can cause everything to work together for the good of those who love God. Brenda and Caesar, they love God, and they are called according to his purposes. So when you listen to these testimonies, these people have put their faith in God, and they've taken their hot mess to God and allowed him to come in and make good of it. Would, I wonder if they would go through this all again to see their kids' lives touch. Yep. It's like, you know, I pray that never happens, but if there are difficult things, it's like, yep. okay, God, what can you do with this? Well, and I appreciate you? what she said. She says, I'm thankful now for the trials, too, because the trials don't end. You know, they, it doesn't. Ha- it's not like a bad thing happens and de- just deal with it. It's like no, the the trials t- taking you to a deeper, in- more intimate experience of the Lord. The trials if leading you. Yeah, yeah, if we let it, yeah, if you let it, if you let God. And, in. and I love that you, you highlight, highlight in that passage that word, that phrase. We know is really faith. It just says, you know, I'm established in the truth that I am convinced that God is working all things for my good. I mean, that's what faith is. It's it's that knowledge that God uh, is large and in charge, and he is an expert at fixing hot messes. <laughs> yes, he is. And I want to encourage you, too. The other reason why they know is because they have connected with the body of Christ. They've been faithful at church. So the reason why they're knowing is because they're hearing the word of other people's testimonies in their hot messes, how God has untangled yeah. things, how God is healing, how God is using situations that we un- we say, why God? But when they when you let God come in and you begin to see God do amazing things that maybe would have never happened if yeah. we weren't in a tragic situation, if we weren't in a difficult yeah. time. Sometimes so, the tragedy, again, we've seen it, it either creates a, like a bomb that goes off that that, that blows everybody it destroys, apart, yeah. or it creates a challenge that everybody rallies around yeah. uh, in prayer and in loving one another and in uh, being grateful, you know, for people's lives uh, yeah. uh, that maybe you took for granted before. I mean, there's so many blessings that come through some of those hard times. Um, but praise God for what He's doing, and, yeah. and and I love this. John was sharing; he had some some uh, severe gastrointestinal issues, um, but he said uh, he's been healed by the Lord. Those are gone. So a lot of you, you know, it says, "Give thanks to the Lord; He is good; His mercies endure forever." And for this, forgetting not all of His benefits, Psalm one hundred three, He heals all of our diseases. Mm-hmm. We've got a number of testimonies in here of yeah. people who have had some serious, you know, physical challenges, uh, but God brought them 
them through and yeah. healed them. And I like even John said, I had a CT scan, I had a colonoscopy, and an endoscopy, endoscopy yep. and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong. And he says, but God knew, and he healed me. That Amen. is exciting. Amen. Praise <laughs> the Lord for the great physician. Yes. We have here, Greg, uh, the salvation of our granddaughter, and it was suddenly. So isn't it great that as you're praying and praying and praying for people to come to know the Lord, sometimes you get weary. And this situation in Greg's family, all of a sudden praying for a granddaughter, boom, uh, out, of, out of nowhere, it seems like suddenly God answered that prayer. So don't quit. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Uh, Your prayers matter. Yes. They avail much. So don't. if you will reap a harvest if you don't quit. So, <laughs> Our dear sister Nancy, whom we know and love so much, oh, yeah. she says, The Lord is constantly reminding me how, much, how very much he loves me. I am so blessed with a wonderful uh, family and church family. And again, there are folks that come from rough family situations or uh, rough marriages, sometimes where you're not feeling very nurtured, uh, loved, supported, and, um, and, and yet the Lord just steps in. He, he never fails. And to experience His love, and then to experience His love through uh, the body of Christ is such a beautiful thing. So we love you, Nancy. Thank you for sharing. Uh, David has a couple things here. This is so good. After 13 years of alcoholism, my son admitted himself to a recovery house. So his son's actually dealing with that substance abuse issue. We are um, praying for his complete yes, amen. freedom. Amen. Amen. And these are tough things. You know, the, um, the substance abuse kind of... Um, nagging, hang, hanging on, breakthrough, and then relapse. And, <clears throat> of course, these can be things that are just so painful and wearying mm-hmm. on a family. Mm-hmm. Um, but God. Yeah. And so for all of you who are dealing with that particular reality this Thanksgiving, we just want to encourage you. The Lord sees, He knows, He, he cares, and He's not done yet, so don't throw in the towel. And I like this. David went on to share he said, after making efforts to tithe, he said, the Lord is blessing us financially. And I've had, I, we don't have time to read through all of these, but a number of the people said, you know what, we just committed to be faithful to God in our finances, even when things were tight. Mm-hmm. Um, some people had a word from the Lord regarding the Now campaign, as we've all been seeking God, right? Pray and obey. Uh, and there are times when you're like, okay, I'm going to be committed to X amount of dollars a month, and and all of a sudden something happens unexpectedly. And of course, this is not some legalistic thing. Uh, we're staying in faith, and it's it's all a matter of just uh, trusting the Lord and and all of that. You know, there's no control on this. But um, but it does it, it it says, okay, well, what are you going to do in this circumstance? What's going to get cut? Or where are we going to believe God? Are we going to just cut this out and say, well, I just can't do that now. I can't be faithful to the Lord. I can't, we can't give tithes and offerings. We can't, we can't do the now campaign. So, and that's fine as people make those choices. But the problem is you don't give God an opportunity right. to Says be God. who you can't do it. Yeah, like why so, can't you? And why yeah. wouldn't you honor, yeah. honor what he's told you to do? Yeah. Maybe this is a test of the American broadcasting system. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the Lord yeah. does that at times. He's like, like, okay, where are you putting your faith? Do you, yeah. yeah, am I God or or do you want to be God? Do you want to play it safe and do you want to figure it all out, or do you want to step forward in faith? And and I, you know, and I would say to to David and everybody who's doing this, you know, honor God with the first of what He's blessed you with. It's a biblical principle. 
And God says, I will cause yes. everything else to be more than enough. And then many times he brings an increase, yeah. the mm. unexpected promotion, the better job. Mm. Um, and I would say most people go through some kind of financial test like that. God knows your heart, but he's wanting you to know your heart. And yeah. so in those times where the well dries up, you it's like, okay, God, what do I do? Help yeah. and and you need faith. Yeah. Sometimes you just it's no don't you don't need money in the bank. You need a gift of faith to obey yeah. and your obedience. I teach my kids obedience brings the breakthrough and the blessing yeah. in your life. So in those seasons, seek God. Don't lean on your own understanding. I We've think it says that. that in the Bible. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will He'll provide. Be anxious for nothing. <laughs> yeah. and everything with prayer and thanksgiving. Make your request known to the Lord. Yes. So these are good biblical reminders. <laughs> and we all need to be reminded often yeah. and always. Yeah. We're not preaching at you. We're preaching <laughs> yes. to, to ourselves because these are things that you deal with all through life. But, you know, yes. uh, you know, we're getting ready to celebrate 40 years of uh, marital bliss this mm-hmm. year. And we have seen uh, the Lord's faithfulness the entire yeah. four decades of our, of our marriage. And um, we have no reason to believe that he will not continue to be faithful to, the, to our very end. All right. Yes. Um, this is great. Dan and Betty. Uh, grateful that the Lord gave them the gift of celebrating 50 years of marriage Woo-hoo! this past summer. Congratulations. And a romance for all these years. Come on. I love it. And that. we see it, and it's beautiful. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> uh, here's Kelly. Her son was born with uh, deformities in three different areas of his brain. They were told he would have seizures, be developmentally delayed, have learning disabilities. But God, none of those are true about their son, uh, and uh, and God has wonderfully uh, healed him, and uh, we praise the Lord for all that. That was not a good report, but no. but uh, but for God. So praise the Lord, Kelly, and and for your precious son. Uh, here's Michaela, who's relatively new to our church. She says, "Ah, honestly, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> the Lord delivered my husband of his alcoholism and substance abuse just over a year ago." And in this last year, he pulled me out of my hiding and isolation and has given me a beautiful community. I all but gave up on friendships. I never knew the love of others was truly for me, too. The unwinding and unbecoming journey has been so raw and tender, and but filled with so much peace and joy. And he has had me at each and every step of the way. Isn't that beautiful? So I love good. that. Uh, her husband gets set free from, uh, from uh, what was it, alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, substance abuse, and then her isolation and loneliness. God puts her in a family where she's loved and where she's nurtured. Praise the Lord. I love that. Here's Barb. Prayed for two years uh, for better jobs for her stepson and son-in-law. They both got jobs this year that they love. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yay, God. Uh, Dawn says, our prodigal daughters are home and loving Jesus and serving him. Years of prayer and contending for them. I'm completely undone by the goodness and graciousness of God. So and they are on fire. On fire, daughters. <laughs> they were prodigals. They're now home. And uh, that makes a mama's heart happy. Yes. Uh Kat says, uh, looking at this year, she and her husband both went on a mission trip to the Ukraine, uh, to Ukraine and Honduras. Uh, her son happened to be in an accident this year, had some internal bleeding. God healed it. Uh, God restored a relationship with her oldest son. 
Uh, now that because of that relationship being healed, she's able to spend time with him and with her grandsons. Um, she's been in our school of ministry this year after having a traumatic brain injury in 2016. She had, think about this, she had to learn how to walk and talk and communicate and comprehend and memorize all over again because of the trauma to her, to her brain in that accident. Um, but you wouldn't know it now. She's no. amazing and, and she's she, thriving oh, and yes. God is using her in great On ways. Fire. And uh, we just rejoice yes. with God's healing power there. Uh, here's Katie. The Lord uh, is thanking the Lord for 100% funding of our son's private school education after wow. being obedient time and time again with our now campaign contributions. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Lord, we need to send our kid to a, a private Christian school, and how are we <laughs> going to afford this? And every month tempted to to not do what the Lord told them to do, but they pressed through, and guess what? God provided the funding. So it's amazing how that works. Um, here's another cool story. Uh, oh, I, I was a part of this one. <laughs> um, this. Six years ago, I guess it was uh, Rachel and her hubby were married um, on the fifth year Divorced. Divorce. Yeah. Okay. So they they were married. They divorced, and then I had the joy of being part of uh, it's it's the first and only remarriage that I've ever <laughs> been a part of. They actually uh, we took their divorce yes. certificate, ripped it in a bunch of pieces, lit it on fire, and we threw it in a in a tub and burned it. Yes. And now this is exciting. She said this year surpasses that. This year. We will have made it to six years of remarriage, Woo-hoo. so uh, longer than the first time around. Uh, in our first five-year stretch, I would never—this is all caps—would have never thought, caps, 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 <laughs> we would be where we are now, uh, but Jesus. Yes, that's awesome. So, yay! <laughs> and then I love this, Julianne. Recently, I've been completely and wonderfully healed of painful vocal cord nodules. Um Let's talk about that because uh, uh, she is in your discipleship group. Well, not in my discipleship group, but someone that uh, has, we've just had a dear friendship. And, That's right. And I really felt like the Lord had laid on my heart that she had a voice, that God wanted to use her. She's an incredible communicator, heart full of wisdom, has a real heart for younger women. Yep. And then... And I, I Just to add, it's interesting how the devil likes to attack the very area oh, yeah. that uh, people feel called in and gifted in. You know, yeah. So if you're out there and you're like, yeah, we want to minister to marriages and families, all of a sudden you have a situation with a child that's not serving the Lord and the devil says, oh, you're a loser, you're a terrible mm-hmm. parent, or, or you, know, you, uh, you want to see young men raise up and disciple young men, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you know, you're dealing with you know, uh, one of your sons or something that's struggling. Mm-hmm. You feel, ah, I, I guess I'm not called to that. Or, you know, I'm not called I, or it doesn't work. Right, right. You know, your faith is really destroyed. So in God. this situation, again, yeah. she's a she's a vivacious, lively, prophetic, passionate person. And wouldn't it be just like the devil to say, you oh, know, I'm just going to shut your shut your throat down so you can't even communicate. That's because the devil's a loser. But 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 for God. And now she's she's got her voice back. Healed. Yes. Come on. Yes. By the hand of God. A couple more. So. Um, these are so exciting. This is from Deidre, um, brand new to the church. Uh, she said, I found my new home. Uh, I come home, to, I come to Living Stones every Sunday. Uh, as she takes her seat, she says, I feel home. I'm so thankful um, for you, for me, uh, for the church family. 
Uh, she said, I feel like I love this. I won the lotto and what I receive there every week. Thank you. So, Deidre, praise the Lord. You're winning the lotto every Sunday, but it's better than the, the lotto. It's the, it's the heavenly Holy Ghost lotto, and the Lord keeps showing up and blessing you, and we're so grateful that you found a church home. Uh, here's Mike and Linda. Where do I begin? Upon our move to this area in, in June of 2020, we thought our search for a church home would take months and many visits to many churches. Living Stones was our first Sunday visit. And we received immediate and instant confirmation from the Lord. Welcome to the family. This is your home. I love those kind of testimonies because yeah. only the Lord can can bring you to a place where you feel like you, you know, you've been a stranger and kind of out there. And how many people, you know, like finding a new home is like going house hunting, you know, yeah. uh, you know, finding a new beautician. Yeah, you know? well, I've never had to <laughs> Scary. go through that pain, but I can only imagine what that's like. <laughs> but you think it's going to take so long, and, you know, and am I, are we ever going to find a place? And I just love it when you come the first Sunday and, wow, boom, yeah. you feel like, uh, man, we've known these people forever and just instantly have a witness of the Holy Spirit in your heart. So, And this was just a sampling, but my goodness, thank, first of all, thank you guys for sharing your life with us. Uh, what a blessing it is. You know, um, we are happy mm-hmm. pastors um, because of you all. I, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, everybody that knows my story, like every year it's a, it's a Christmas holiday routine, right, ritual. <laughs> I sit down. I watch It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> we cry. We cry. I, I'm a blubbering mess uh, because that last scene gets me all the time, yeah. you know. Um, when everybody gathers around and he realizes for the first time in his life that it's not about the uh, the the old savings and loan and how much money. money he's going to make and and all of that you know in fact he spent his life trying to keep it afloat right um, but when you get to the end his his beautiful wife his family's around him and then the community that he's built because he's fought for it all those years right mm-hmm. he's he's had to challenge those people to work together and to believe in each other and uh, believe there's a better life and mm-hmm. that it can be yours and don't lose your dream and you know all of those wonderful messages and then uh clarence ringing the bells you know and uh, getting his <laughs> wings and Juju and all her little petals and all that. Whatever. Is that Juju, Gigi, whatever? Oh, I think that's her nickname. Yeah, but I anyway. think at the end, just realizing the wealth, that he's a rich man because of all the people in yeah. his life yeah. and all the people. And I just real quickly want to encourage people too. Pastor said something about, you know, be anxious for nothing. And that scripture came, was so big in my heart this morning too. I remember when Holy Spirit just sat me down and he in Philippians 4, 6 and 7, and he said, be anxious for nothing. He said, Marion, you're going to be afraid. You're going to be anxious. That's just a part of life. There's things that are going to go on that you won't understand and you're not sure how it's going to work out. But he spoke to my heart. He said, just don't let it become your state of being. Fight it. Take it to me. And then it goes on to say, with a heart of thanksgiving. And I remember him saying, just remember my goodness. How have I been good in your own life? If you can't think of something in your own life, how have you heard the word of other people's testimonies that God has been there for them? Encourage your heart. Get your heart in a thankful place where you are determined to believe God that he is good 
all the time, and he can be nothing but good. So anything that says he's not is really a lie, and we have to go after that and get our heart in a place where we can trust God and believe God. And then it says, let your request be made known unto God with a thankful heart. Start there. Yeah. Let, let God know exactly where it's, what's going on. Let God know where you're upset with him, where life circumstances have made you not be able to trust, and you're afraid, and you're whatever. Go there with God, but with a thankful heart, let your request be made known. And then the promises, then the peace that doesn't make sense, the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So that is part of our prayer for you this Thanksgiving season, that no matter what's going on, if you are a base or a a bound, that God, you will feel the presence of God, and that if it's not good, God's not done yet. If it is not good, then you we it's engaging our faith that God, it's not good. This is scary. I don't know how this is going to work out, but I'm determined to believe you. Help my unbelief. I give you my whole heart of everything that's in that, and I want to believe. And that's where we need to encourage ourselves in the Lord through the Word and through the Word of other people's testimony. That's why being together with the body of Christ is so important because I need it. Pastor needs it. We all need to be reminded. We all need to be encouraged in the Lord. And it's my most favorite thing in the whole world is to be an encourager, to help somebody connect with the truth of God. So with a thankful heart this year, no matter matter what your circumstances, believing that God loves you, he's on your side, and he is at work That's a good for word. you. Amen. And so I, we want to thank you guys for all 50 of you plus that are continuing to add <laughs> your praise reports to every one of these. It's such an encouragement to us, and, and we need each other, and we're going to need each other going into this new year. So how about we follow in the spirit of some of these presidential proclamations? Let's pray, and uh, and let's honor the Lord, and, and we want to pray for you, and we want to pray for our nation as well. So, Lord, uh, we thank you for these words from from uh, George Washington, from Abraham Lincoln, uh, the duty of nations to give you praise. And so, Lord, we do that today. We have been uh, unbelievably blessed as as people of the United States, and we thank you for this country. We thank you for uh, the good uh, that it's been used to bless the nations of the world, and Lord, where we've missed it, and every nation, and every person has missed it. We, we've all sinned individually, we've all sinned nationally, and so Lord, we implore your forgiveness. We ask you, God, to, to uh, uh, forgive us where we dropped the ball, forgive us where we failed to, to love and to lead the way you've called us to as a nation. And so, Lord, bless these United States of America. Turn our hearts back to you, Lord. We're believing you for great revival in this country, that you've not given up on us, that there's still hope for America, Lord. And so we praise you in the midst of of all the things that are wrong. We give you thanks and we honor you because you're a good father. And we ask you, Lord, in the midst of our sin and our distance from you, that you have mercy that you restore and renew us, that you bless your church, and that you bless the nations through the church. We pray for our brothers and sisters who are less fortunate, who are maybe even suffering right now, for those involved in wars across the nation, Lord, and for great injustice and pain and suffering. Lord, uh, be mindful of them and minister to them. And lastly, Lord, as we just thank you for our church family, for what a blessing uh, these folks are to us and to each other, we pray your hand of favor to be upon them on this Thanksgiving, on this holiday season, Lord, and in the coming new year.
Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And Lord, we choose to do that today. We love you. We bless you. We're so thankful for who you are and for all that you have done, all that you're currently doing in our lives, and for all that you're going to do uh, in the days and weeks and years ahead. We love you and honor you and give you praise now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for sharing this time with us. We hope it's been encouragement to you. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday on the Ron Johnson Discipleship Podcast. We so appreciate your viewership. Have a great Thanksgiving.